drinking, bro. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Excited to be here. Hey, hey, Hi. Matt. Hi. Hi, Matt. Hi, Jared. Hi, Rocco. You guys, this is crazy. No, no they're not here. They're not guys. Here. They're, they're not here. They're Wait, not so here. Am I on? Like, so am I Yeah, on you're on the show. Bros? You're on Drinking Bros. You're the first ever girl to be what I would consider a co-host more than a co-host. Oh. Uh, a lady of the nights, if you will. A drinking broette of the eve. Um, uh, ladies oh. and gentlemen, we do not have Rocco AKA Vincent Vargas. We don't have we don't have Matt Best here. We don't have Jared Taylor. But what we do have here is Jesse Wiseman, the lead actress of Orange 15, AKA Range 15, which by the time this airs, you might be getting out of the movie theaters. She was the the beautiful blonde girl with pink streaks in her hair who hates Jared. Uh what did she's you, so fat. What did you call him throughout the movie? Uh just fat boy, uh fat fuck. Um, I think fatty, you said fat, fat, fatty, fat, yeah, fuck, fatty, fuck. fat, fat, um, and then Jared, but yeah. like in like a disgusting tone, yeah, you know like, like you were Jared. sick of him, yeah, yeah. like hey, yeah. quit yeah. eating, quit eating sandwiches, Jared, <laughs> quit eating uh, fucking Jimmy John's, Jared, yeah, yeah, quit, quit looking at that chocolate that way, and you Jared. Know, here's what I love about it: he's not here to defend himself tonight. Oh my gosh, this is like a one-sided. The one-sided conversation I always wanted to have with fat-ass Jared. Yeah, yeah, and he's not here. He won't. So he's not he here to be like. He guys. can't scream out "Free Willy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't scream out "Free Willy" or "No, I'm I'm Yellow Dart." Yeah. No, no, he, he's not here. He can't. He's not. No, he's, he's not, not he's those not things. No, he's not. He's not any of those things. He's, he's Triple J. He's Jimmy John's Jared. Yeah, and he's not here. Uh, yeah. The three of them are missed. But uh, look, look, kids, we got a we got a big movie that just came out. Uh, opening day, Range Fifteen. Everybody scattered around the nation. Uh, Jared is at his hometown in uh, Cerebral uh, Paulsbo. Um, what the fuck. Yeah, Cerebral Paulsbo, Washington. That's not, a, that's not a place. It is. It is. Uh, it's where Jared's from. It's a small town, tiny village, oh, if you will. Three hundred people is what he said. Of course. Um, I'm making that number up. I'm guessing at numbers right now. <laughs> it's probably less. Yeah. It's, it's probably it's way, way less. less. It's way less. Yeah. Um, Rocco and Matt, uh, I believe, are in different parts of Texas and New Mexico doing the screenings. Uh, we are here in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's hot as fuck. Hot as fuck. Yeah. It's hot as fuck. Hot it as ni- fuck. It was 94 degrees. A lot of humidity Jesus. when we walked in tonight. Um, but man. Let's uh let's start it off. Let's start I'm it nervous off. about tonight. We got a we got a girl co-host tonight. I know. I'm nervous, dude. Like I've I've you heard should be. I've heard the shows. Like yeah. I, I'm just wondering, like, do I do I need to get on that like breaking the pelvis because you're fucking in the ass so hard level? Or should I just kind of like No, but stay? here's the thing. Usually that's within the first 30 seconds of the show. Whoa, you're you welcome. just you just breach the, the pelvis, if you okay. will, already to start with. Okay. So no. Because what I was about to say about you, which was going to be a nice thing, oh. was, hey, guess what? We've got a lady on the show tonight. We're going to class it up. And then okay. you talked about getting fucked in the ass. And no, no, no. Not me. No, it's not under me, three minutes. Me. We're not under me. three minutes right now. Okay. No, you're right. So um, no, what I usually do right now is I tone it down a little bit. Okay. And I tone it down. And and, and what I do is is I, I talk about the sponsors. 
which people oh. love. People love the sponsors. And you know what Mr. Matt Best does during those sponsors? What does he do? He makes sound effects that accompany these sponsors. So since they're not here, it's going to fall on you, Mrs. Jesse Wiseman. Oh my gosh, you guys. I have been compared to that guy from Police Academy. I've been called the female, whatever that guy's name Michael is. Michael Winslow? Yes. That's not true, by the way. Um, that no, is totally I not am true. the master. Great. Well, then let's let's give it a go. Sound effects. Let's give it a go and go. Yeah, we'll give it a go. Our first sponsor is Strike Force Energy. Calling in the Strike Force. God, that's awful. Boom. I mean, it's Boom. absolutely it's it's terrible. It's borderline terrible. There was terrible. a panther. But you know what is it? No, I I know it's okay. inside the goddamn can. Okay. It's the panther and it's Strike Force. It's the best energy drink you've ever had in your entire life. And guess what? It comes in a pouch. It's not a can. Uh, you know, we talk about kicking the can all the time. You can kick that can. You can ditch that can. You can roll down the window and throw that fucking can out because you don't need it. All you need is this little tin full of magic juice to pour in water, sodas, alcoholic beverages. You can pour it in coffee. I wouldn't recommend it. You can also snort it. But if you go to strikeforceenergy.com and type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS, you get 20% off of every single fucking order. We drink it. You had it. You had some I, yesterday. I love it. I just want to say I put a little bit in my wine this evening. Did you really? It sweetens it up. You guys, it takes you to another level. I'm that. not joking. I really like it. Look at that. That's a, that's <laughs> a tip. That's a tip for the ladies. That's tip a tip for the, for the ladies. ladies. If you want to come up force. and down. Yeah. So go to StrikeForceEnergy.com, type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off of every single fucking thing they have. And you know what we got next, Jabes? What do you got? We, 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 got, a little, we got a little home defense ammunition. We, we, we got a little, uh, a little company called Tartarus Ordnance. Uh, they're big fans of the show, a.k.a. I wish a motherfucker would. Go to T-A-R-T-A-R-U-S-O-R-D-N-A-N-C-E.com for all your ha- home ammunition needs Uh, no no there's the sound effects yeah was that good yeah i'm sure tartarusordinance.com will love it uh they sell home defense ammunition they also sell uh fucking guns they're arms dealers that's Um, sweet yeah i mean look they don't have the biceps that i do but they they still deal (laughs) arms there uh, and if you type in the promo code Drinking Bros, you get ten percent off. Now the last one, I like that sound effect. Um, oh, thank but on you. But this, on this next one, we'll see how you read it. Okay. We'll see how you read it. Okay. Okay. It's a little novel by what most in American and British and Bulgarian society are calling the greatest literary mind of the twenty first century. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a book that's brought a lot of people together. Okay. Uh, it's 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 a book that's also torn a lot of people apart. It's uh, a little book called "At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed," the first ever romance novel for dudes. Oh no, Mister Saint James, no! Yeah, how about a horse noise? You got a horse noise word? Oh, God. Okay, again, oh, God. master of the sound you're, you're effect. Ter- you're terrible at it. You're absolutely terrible at it. Uh, <laughs> so go to go to Amazon. Go to audible.com. Uh, get it night she cries while he rides his steed. It is the funniest book ever written. Uh, every man should have a copy. We also did a live book reading from Drinking Bros Nerds the other night. Again, thank you for having me. That was a fucking blast. I hung out with those guys for how was that? Two hours. It was amazing. We did it live stream. Uh, it is on the At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed Facebook page, uh, and you can go on and see it. There was it seemed like there was a hundred people in there. 
Dude, that's sweet. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, the outpouring of the drinking bros uh, is is just, it's a phenomenal force. And, and you're new to it, so you're getting to see it first. I am new to it. But I want to say, I wanted to say that this community has kind of inspired me and like brought my faith back into Facebook. I think this is kind of like what the forefathers wanted out of Facebook, I right? Think, I, like, I actually think that's a great assessment because right now, Fuck, if I read another goddamn political post from somebody For about sure, shit. Man. Or or just see somebody's fucking selfie about how amazing their life is and like here's the thing, like it, you know, in LA or here I see my friends that aren't in the drinking bros or whatever, uh, posting like, um, hey guys, uh I'm in Colorado, I need like a washer and dryer, my dryer broke, can anyone help me? And then it's like a bunch of joke comments like my dick can dry it yeah come over blah blah blah. and they don't really even help help them if you post in drinking bros that you're like dryer is broken somebody will be there to to fix your washer and dryer deliver you a new one yeah with whiskey and be there to like help you install it yeah it's fucking crazy yeah and they work that fast it is really inspiring i'm like it, it's renewed my faith in the world really and you know you know what you can put in that washer and dryer our last sponsor. Whoa. Drinking Bros podcast t-shirts. Whoa, you didn't whoa, even whoa, know. whoa. Segway. Yeah, Sally. Yeah. Segway. Sally. You didn't even know you were jumping into oh a Segway, did you? Oh my gosh. I actually didn't. You I really like, didn't. You were like Paul Blart and Mall Cop on that one. You were on, you were on the Segway. You were riding around and you you found it. You found okay. exactly where like you were going on that Segway. I wasn't sure how to take that. Yeah. For a second. Oh, oh, whether you, you know, like a weight thing? No. Yeah. I just meant you were on a Segway. Oh, okay. You were on a Segway. You knew exactly where you were going. Yeah. Who doesn't? Do you love a Segway tour? Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a Segway tour of an old spooky ghost town? (laughs) Gets you right in the mood, you know? And to your left. Yeah. That's someone falling off a Segway, if anyone didn't know that sound effect. Another amazing sound effect. We're going to get to her Hollywood life story in a minute, but it wasn't the girl (laughs) of a thousand voices, I can tell you that. Our last sponsor is Black Rifle Coffee. Oh, I love it. You got something for a coffee going into a oh, thing? Oh, glug, 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 glug. yeah, yeah, yeah. Glug, 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 glug. Oh, uh, I just shit my pants. God damn it. Uh, just stop. Just thank God. That is our last sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. But You're we, welcome. We, uh, we love Black Rifle Coffee on the show. If you go to blackriflecoffee.com, type in the promo code Drinking Bros, uh, I think you get 20% off. Uh, maybe it's 10, but guess what? If you're listening now, tell them it's 20. Tell Evan Hafer it's fucking 20. Um, none of those guys were on the show tonight, so I'm, I'm fucking controlling Say whatever shit. you want, dude. Yeah. I'm running the free world dude, tonight. Dude, we're fucking taking over. Yeah. It's well, you are. Guns up in here. I already got fired, but yeah, you're yeah. taking over. Well, I mean, you got fired from the sound effect <laughs> oh, okay. portion. Okay. We'll see how the rest of the show okay. really shakes out. Um, but I want to thank you for being here. Uh, this is, oh, again, you. it's the first time we've ever had, a, had a, a full woman on the show. You've done it partially in the past. Yeah. With uh, you, you did it with Mary Dag and Mindy Robinson. We chatted with you briefly. But That this, was the first time. Um, you had a, a Playboy on here or something, right? We had a Playmate on here, but she wasn't a co-host. She was a guest. Gotcha, gotcha, she was gotcha. A guest. There's a different thing of a guest and a co-host. Okay. No, I hear right you. right now, there you. is no other host. Matt, Rocco, and Jared are, are off sucking dicks. Dude, they're si- they're like sitting at home. They're listening to this. Like, at home. Oh, dis- just disgraced. Yeah, disgusted. Disgusted. Like, Did you hear her fucking sound effects? Did you hear her sound effects? Yeah, woman. Yeah. Right? 
That's, that's what Fucking you get. Women. That's what you get for for bringing a girl on the show. I actually agree with that. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I did too. I'm I in that too. camp, but sorry. It, it's, love you, ladies. Yeah, well, not only that, but like you're wearing shoes, you should be barefoot in the kitchen somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Totally kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> Welcome not, to the show. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the show. We love ladies here. I know. Yeah. No, we actually have a lot of a lot of female listeners who listen to the show. So oh, you do? I think, yeah, we do. Okay. We got a lot of drinking broettes. What's so. up, girls? What's up? Oh uh, yeah. So tonight's gonna be a great show. Um, so let's uh, let's dive right in. Let's okay. fucking Greg Luganis into this um, bitch. Well, what was I've, it like? I've, I've listened before. So what are you drinking? Oh, look, look drinking, at you! Bro, yeah, you know I've it's listened, funny. We got I've away. Listened. We got away from that for a spell. Did you? I'll tell oh, you why. Sorry. No, no, no. I'll tell you. It's not a bad thing. Okay. I'm always drinking something cool. For sure. Those guys have just pretty much relegated to to lead slingers these days, which is one of the finest beverages in the land. I mean, um, obviously. But you, you can wet your palate with, uh, you know, a few beers beforehand. Okay. Uh, in honor of you, since you were Helen Keller in a movie called Helen Keller vs. Oh Nightwolves, I, I'm drinking Not Your Father's Root Beer tonight. Oh, my gosh. I am. That's awesome. You're welcome. What do you what do you got? You have a, it appears Listen, as I if it's a it. box of wine. I can see it over the top of my computer. I just want to let you know that I have everything that I want right now. Like, I'm on the Drinking Bros podcast, which is huge for me. Right. I have a box of Cabernet Sauvignon. Postulate. Oh. Yes. Wine. It's a box, but it's, it's a, really- It's in a box. It's in a box. I have Swedish What year fish. is your box? What, what year is your box of wine? It's 2014. Oh, so it's I'm a great year for box aged, wines. Aged. Great year for box wines. Great year. Um, their boxing technique then was um, unparalleled. In France, so, yeah, they're, they're, I, I remember my grandfather telling me stories about when they boxed wine from the vineyards oh, uh, yes. in the 1800s. Yes. So they, they really were the pioneers of it. Um, okay. So looking at the box, because the back of it looks like Hubert. Um, I'm not. It's it's not surprising. It's that, fucking great, though, dude. Do you want to try it? Look, if you're on the go, um, you know, you're a lady on the go. I am a lady on the you go. You need a box of wine to take with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm a mover. I'm a shaker. Yeah, the postulate, the second. Uh, I don't know who the first was of that wine, but um, that know, second right? generation is. It's kind of like the second generation of the Bible, I would say. Yeah, it's got a little hound's tooth uh, pattern on the front. I love it. Anyways, it's a nice and I have, thing. Um, uh, Swedish fish to accompany it, which is my favorite combination. If anyone wanted to send me a gift basket, of so, so you it would come, just be let me, red wine and Swedish fish, and I would love you forever. Let, let me let me get this straight. You come on the show. You're sure. our first ever co-host. Uh-huh. You're a woman, which sure. is already strike annoying, two. annoying. And yeah. you're asking for gift baskets of Swedish fish. No, dude, I'm not boxed, asking. And boxed wine from the, from the people. I mean, that's a lot to I ask for. I think I was for. talking to you. That's a lot. That's a lot to ask for right now. I was talking to you, but yeah. No, so if, if you anyone... if you see Jesse Wiseman out in public, what she's saying is this: stop her, shower her with Swedish fish, or don't talk to me, or or don't even talk to me unless you have shower one. her with Swedish mm-hmm. fish, or just throw a box of wine at her. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be the car can be moving, it can be stationary, but this is what she demands out of life. Uh, just walking in here with I'm demands. Sorry. Yeah. Crazy. Just like a woman. God, unbelievable. All right, let's jump into it. Sorry, I I was like really wanting to do everything that you guys do, you know? So I'm like, okay, the drink, like what are you drinking? No, you so, killed it. You, okay. you, 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 okay. you killed it. Okay. Um, so Carry so on. again, uh, for those who are listening, hopefully you are just getting out of range 15. Oh uh, our podcast crazy. usually comes out uh, at midnight. The uh, the night before, usually on Monday nights and Wednesday nights. So you could be getting out of range 15, getting in your car, saying to yourself, holy shit, this is the funniest movie I ever saw. The girl in this steals the movie. 
Uh, and that girl is is, is Jesse Wiseman. What was it like being being the, I mean, essentially the, the lead actress of Range 15? One of the lead actresses, yeah. Well, first of all, I loved this role. I mean, she's a badass chick, but she doesn't have her tits out. She doesn't have her ass out. She's not somebody's fucking girlfriend. She's not like, you know, side bitch. She's like seriously taking care of business and, and leading these guys in, in part of the, you know, movie. So I just loved her. And, uh, well, all she's doing is, like, making fun of Jared because Jared thinks that he has a chance. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? But Jared... Barry, so that's he, all she's doing. Like, she's not hooking up with anybody. Like, she's she is for real, ladies. Like, a badass. Yeah. That you want to see in movies. Like, I'm not fucking super skinny. I'm not, like, I, I can actually kick some ass if Stop. I need to. Stop. You are a pretty lady, and you know that. I've got some walking around weight, and I love it. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, I, you know, I feel like I'm representing a little bit. So okay. I, I loved it. And, it was amazing. And since you're new to the show, obviously a big portion of the audience is uh, uh, military. Yes. Um. Tell the audience what you did to prepare for the role and as far as shooting weapons, because you had called me a few times and yeah. and said, hey, uh, I'd like to get together with the, the stunt coordinator, uh, learn how to shoot, learn the proper stance, yep. how to properly hold a gun. I think your quote to me was, I don't want to look like one of those dumb bitches you see in movies <laughs> yeah. who can barely hold a weapon, yeah. especially in a movie that's going to be huge in the military community. If you could walk the audience through what it was like uh, getting ready and preparing for this role um, and how much time you spent out at the range. Uh, that'd be great for the people at home. Yeah, I was definitely, I think I said to you and 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 everybody, like I just didn't want to let anybody down. I know there was a bunch of veterans in this movie and, you know, as far as being one of the girls in the movie, that you know, I didn't want people to be like, well, there's real veterans that could have done that, you know? So I, w I wanted to, I didn't want to let them down. I called the stunt coordinator. I <laughs> bugged him. I was like, I really need to go out on the range. I need you to like teach me all kinds of stuff. Like I, d I wanted to get into like tactical situations. I wanted to like crawl in the dirt. I wanted to, to really hear and do, um, get into it. You right. know what I mean? Very Daniel Day-Lewis, if you will. And they were like, yeah. shut up, get out of here. Yeah, no. there, there was a rumor that you lived with a musket for four years preparing for this role. I did. Just like Daniel Day-Lewis. In Day -Lewis. the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And my family could not talk to me. Nope. Um, except for if it was over uh, radio. Or if In the house. Or, or if somebody came out as Abraham Lincoln and talked to you. Yes, I did. Just yeah, like and Daniel With Day -Lewis. pancakes. Yeah, yeah. And they always had to have pancakes. Pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they needed to be bone dry. Bone dry. Bone dry pancakes for me only. Gosh, she not do not talk to me. She yet. not only does sound effects, she yeah, does do great impressions. That was an amazing voices. Daniel Day Lewis. You're welcome. That was that was a world renowned Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Um. No, but getting getting back to range yeah. fifteen, like on the serious side, I remember you walking up to Matt Best on set. Yes. Um. That and was, asking that him for pointers a lot. A lot. Mm -hmm. I saw you guys working a lot between scenes, which was amazing. Um. Because I just wanted to, I wanted to know what I was doing. These people go through years of training so that it's just second nature. Do you know what I mean? So I'm in the movie with people that can pull pull a gun, holster it, you know, shoot, holster it without even thinking or or, you know, skipping a step. So I wanted to at least be a little bit on that level just 
at least look like it. I didn't want to be the one that was like, oh, she's not military. Right. You know, and it was a, it was really important to me because I felt, you know, I, I was the only one of the only people in the movie that wasn't. Yeah. And a lot of people from the pre-screenings that we've had so far before we come out in theaters have said the same thing of like, holy shit, that girl looks like. She looks like she knows what she's doing. Like, dude, that's was a she ex-military? Huge... Like, she knows. She looks like she can shoot. That's a huge compliment. Now, the other girl, they didn't say that about. Mm. I'm totally kidding. But they did. But kind of not. I'm, I'm kidding. She had done a bunch of military movies before. Yeah. No, I was <laughs> honestly, I was just like, I was nervous the whole time. I was asking everybody that was next to me, Nick, Matt, everyone, just like, hey, like, can you just show me because you get kind of left to the side if you don't speak up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where they're just like, oh, okay, you'll be fine. Blah, blah, blah. And, and that brings up a great point. Were you worried about being steamrolled by the other guys in the movie because of that? Because it's easy to just shove a girl aside mm-hmm. and say, all right, great. I'm not going to help her with weapons. I'm not going to yep. help her with shit. I'm too busy worrying about what My I'm supposed to look shit. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely, I, I did. And so I had to, I made it a point to be like, hey, which you have to do. I think you should you should always do because people are worried about themselves. We're in the movie business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So if you need something, you have to speak get up. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak speak up. And and you've done I would say what, four or five leads in films at this point. Yeah. What, what was it like starring with guys who had never professionally acted before? Oh, I was uh, honestly I was worried. Like I'm gonna be honest. Like I was really no, no, no. going you, up to look, it. I was just like, it's been you. You're an actor too. Like it's been a while since we worked with people that just have never acted before. Probably when we were just starting out. Do you right. know what I mean? So it's you don't usually at this kind of stage in the game. I, I don't know. Li- do I you? lied though. Um, you I, lied what? I did because like IMDb wasn't as prevalent back then. Yeah. So you could lie. Like resumes were on paper. Um, Okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I lied to that. people. I was like, "Oh yeah, I've done, I've, I've done a bunch of stuff." Oh I ha- yeah, I for hadn't. sure. And IMDb wasn't around, and it wasn't as big as it was, so yeah. nobody fucking knew. Where it was with these guys, they totally like you were like, "Oh, this is definitely your first movie." Definitely. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, just just because they were like never done anything. So even when people are lying on their resume back in the day, right? It's yeah. like they've done something. You went to school, like I did. You had acted. I did, Maybe but I, I had friends done, who were like they didn't were do anything. No, and they were like, oh, I, was on, "I was on, I was on, one life to live for ten yeah. years." And you were like, well, <laughs> no. I, "Who would know? Who would know?" Everybody's you working in the guy. day. You yeah, don't watch that so shit. So true. So true. Yeah. Fuck. But uh, th- those guys were fantastic. Uh, yeah. So basically, what I was gonna say is like I was worried going in, and I'm just like, well, I know how it works. So it's like, you know, we could edit around or like. I have no idea, but I really wanted to do that. I liked them as people. I thought they were awesome just hanging out with them. So sometimes that translates, you know, so I'm just like hoping. And the first table read, for sure. I, I think you guys all did an amazing job in the movie. And I think uh, your friendship uh, outside of the film really showed Helped. in the film. Yes. And um, I think that's true. Like I do a lot of indie movies like that where – you know, you're making them with your friends. And I think that a lot of the success of the couple of movies that I've had like that is from that, where people can feel your your real connection. Anything right. real, people kind of, you know, glob onto or, or connect with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was a huge thing. And that did translate, I feel, all of you guys, all of us. And um, the first table read before the movie, I was like, holy shit. Like, 
Those you guys, remember, those guys they, knew their, they, they knew their lines backwards and forwards wasn't and even your knowing, lines too. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't even knowing the lines. I mean, they fucking killed it. Like Jack's my favorite. I just want to say, like, I love everybody, but like Jack in that table read, going from a character that I was like, "What the fuck is this guy?" Right, right, right. right. Just well, like, on what? paper, you don't on know what paper, that character is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm just like, okay. And he killed it. He was amazing. He Jack, look, this Jack's a fan favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's one of my favorites. He's great. Matt really surprised me. How how so? Um. Just his his willingness to go there every single time, like he his he figures out how to say, the way he's gonna say the line, and he does it every time. You know what I mean? And that it it helps, and it was good. Like he's thought about it. He thought about it so much before, and you can tell when people put work in the script right. before they get there. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's not like, oh, I'm going to try it this way, and then maybe it'll work this way, and then um, let's just see how this goes. Like, he put the work in, I can tell, a lot. And so he that surprised me, and he was good. He's great. He's, He's great really good. Like, He's I was great. like, you're everybody, a fucking every, actor. Everybody was pretty great in the film. Yeah. Um, I didn't yeah. have that difficult of a time in editing. Ironically, the the most difficult time I had in editing was with a professional actor oh, who's God. done. Yeah. Yeah, way more movies than all you guys. I combined. believe that. And, let me uh, let me rephrase. Like I haven't, I don't often work with people that aren't actors, but I work with bad actors. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, selfish actors. Like I, that's normal for me to yeah. have to deal with. So this this new thing of working with people that have never acted before, it was like, well, we could see, we'll see. Yeah, I. But again, I think it turned out pretty fucking great. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Uh, and I, I hope really... again, hopefully the audience at home um, is is out seeing the movie as we speak. But oh my gosh, um, this is crazy. I know they, they could be getting in their car. What do you literally think, guys? To this. Yeah. Uh, how we do? So how did how did you get your start? Um, and I kind of want to walk back some of the films that you've already been in. Okay. Um, but how old were you when you started? What was your background like? Um, okay, so I was. I was um like super drama emo actor kid in high school. Um yeah, around 15 or 16 I was like totally emotionally retarded and I just didn't know what the hell was going on and I found an acting class that it didn't like save my life but it changed the the direction of my life. Better or worse, I mean. Yeah. Um but it, 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 it was it, like it, a, it Caitlyn Jenner you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, changed yeah. your life. Yeah. Chain, Changed my life. Changed your life. It changed me. But um, it, it was a lot of like writing um, and like performing the super emo stuff that you wrote. And like I get a little embarrassed even like thinking <laughs> about the stuff that I wrote. But that's where I was. I'm, I'm a dramatic actor really like in the heart of it. And so um, I uh, found an acting class. We started this black box theater in Ojai, California with uh, uh, my acting coach, Kim Maxwell, and her husband, Dwyer Brown. Oh, the, wait. Is it wait the Dwyer Brown from a Field of Dreams? Do you know Dwyer Brown? From Field of Dreams. The dad You're at the kidding. end of, isn't that hilarious? Wow. Yes. yes. That, that, was that was his like, claim Kevin to fame. Kevin Costner's dad was mm-hmm. your, so Kevin Costner's dad at the end of Field of Dreams was your acting coach. Remember that? Yeah. Part? Dude, everyone remembers that part. Because you know, dad, you know why? Yeah. Do you want to play some catch? Yeah. Do you want, do you want to have a catch? Do you want to? Have a catch. Have a catch. And uh, like, because I'll be honest, broke down then when it oh came my, out. Oh my God. Broke yeah, down. Yeah, broke yeah. down a couple weeks ago uh, when I saw that scene. 
Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Everyone uh, every time still I see it. remembers mm-hmm. that scene. Every so time. all you you don't even have to know the name Dwyer Brown to know if that. you just say he was the dad mm-hmm. at the end of Field of Dreams. It evokes an emotion in a man that I I get chicken skin right now even talking about it. Oh my gosh! I mean, you even seem a little like because you want to have a, up. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Shook up mm-hmm. because you mm-hmm. want to have a catch, and the fact that he brought him back after the whole shit. Oh my god! Anything it, with dads, you guys. Anything with dads. But that I in particular. Was oh yeah, but that like, was a great one. He just he was broke. He was on the farm. The little girl uh, choked on a hot dog. Uh, they decided uh, James to Earl like, Jones. Yeah, you, the whole shit. It's uh, a great fucking movie. Great, by the way. great, great film. Yeah, I, I would say baseball movie wise, that is the one two is natural. Field of Dreams. The oh, fact yeah. that the fact that Kevin Costner's dad in Field of Dreams was is your my acting coach. Acting coach I is think a that big I've, deal, and yeah. I think you're. I think you're poo-pooing it a little bit, but that's a big deal. No, I think that I've you know if that gives you any sense of like how much you know like acting coaching I got. Yeah. He was he was kind of a douchebag, but his wife was amazing. Was he really? Oh yeah. Oh, he fielded he had fun in all the fields of of dreams. dreams. Yeah, I don't know, did. I don't know how to do that, but with all the girls in class. He was fucking anyways, he was fucking he, all Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to make a fun. A lot look, a lot of people call that field of dreams. Yeah. Field of dreamsing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I field of dreams. Yeah. I you know the easy the easy porn name for that. Yeah. It was the field of wet dreams, obviously. Oh. It was the big that was the big one back in the day. You're the where master. It was, yeah. You are the master. Yeah. Yeah, come on. You, you know where that's going. If, if you build it, they will come. Like, oh, they man, use all of I the cliches. You left it on the table. Yeah. Jesse. They've, yeah. They've, they've really used all the cliches oh, in that movie. Oh, man. So I... you're in there with Dwyer Brown. Yeah. You were. So I was just doing a bunch of emo stuff, dramatic things, whatever. We're putting on these plays, and I'm in Ojai, California. So basically, I get pushed to LA, and it's the same old story of, of pretty much everyone. I'm blonde. I'm, you know, I was. But I wasn't like the super hot blonde. I was young, but I wasn't like super smiley. So I wasn't Disney. I was just kind of like no one really. I didn't know what to do with myself. Like no one knew right. what to do with me, kind of thing. So I started making these shorts. Found like this group of friends in LA, filmmakers and actors, and just kind of weird misfits. And we started making shorts and just weird shit. Just filming, like just getting the camera and like going out and filming shit. Because, you know, which is not, what you should do. Yeah, because you're not getting hired, whatever. And you're not the fucking whatever it is. But you have. And here's to the thing. Say, there, but, and, and also there there is no excuse if you are an actor uh, or want to be. I should stress that. Yeah. If you want to be an actor, a director, a writer, a producer, there is no reason you shouldn't be out shooting, recording, editing and writing something every single day. Yep. Because you have the capabilities. Is that what you say to people? Like if people ask you every like, single what time. Should I? Yeah, every me too. single it's time. Like, because it's cheap. Yeah. It's affordable. And you all know friends of friends of friends who do things. Um, it's so much cheaper now too. like with movies being shot on iPhone. I mean, I know people are saying it, but it's like you can do it even. But even with a decent budget, like we had, you know, a decent budget for range 15 and Jared still did the opening animation credits, which again, if people are leaving that movie, that would have cost probably $50,000 in Hollywood. Yeah. He knew how to do it on his own. Yeah. Jared was always shooting. He was always doing stuff. Same with Matt. Um, same with me. Like, yep. your, your story is very advice. similar. Yeah. yeah. There is no excuse for it. Yeah. Um, to, to always be making something Just and making always... something creative if that is going to be your life. And I guess I'm like kind of a success story from that because we, you know, we made all these shorts and we finally decided to tackle a movie. And it was like a feature length, which... 
if anyone knows, like with no money or whatever, like and, you know, crew and, you know, so it cost us all money. We just went all in. Tell, tell them what movie you. So it's, this was, it was this called was, Bellflower. Yeah. Which is how I how I found. Yeah, you. it's near. I love that movie. It's near and dear to my. It was the first like actual feature film that got finished and made. I've been in a lot of movies, but as you know, they don't come out or they don't like yeah, nobody we, finishes them. Here's what I find funny though about Bellflower in particular is it's a guy's guy's movie. Mm-hmm. I bet you a lot of the audience has seen it more than you probably think. Oh, okay. um, it was in Sundance. It did, yeah, did really it, well it in got, Sundance. Yeah, it was in it theaters. Was my launch Netflix, for that, sure. Yeah, it was amazing. All, all of it, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But that was another guy's guy's movie. Now you're starring yeah. in yet another guy's guy's movie. Yep. Um, so uh, it, it's pretty funny that those have bookended your last four roles. Yeah, um, that's that's true. Well, and then after that, I got fifty k. Fifty k and a call saw, girl love story. You had told me you saw Bellflower. I did. I, I I'd seen uh, for the audience. I I've seen. I'd saw Bellflower in movies. A bunch of people had sent me the trailer, and they were like, "Hey, you got to go see this movie. It looks really fucking cool." I thought of you when I saw this. Um, I was just finishing up the script for Fifty k and a call girl, but I didn't know who the lead girl was going to be. I went and saw your movie on a Friday night. There was eight people in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much how our four of them walked it. out. Yeah. during it. Oh yeah, we it, we were a little controversial for sure. Yeah, but your your performance, and I think a lot of people will feel this way about Range Fifteen, was so powerful that I was like, oh fuck, who is that girl? Um, so I called the casting director Monday morning, and I was like, you know what, this next movie coming up, only audition this one girl. This is the girl that's only audition one girl. So that was it, and we just auditioned you. Um, we didn't have a lot of money, obviously, because we were in indie. We thought, we thought you were pretty famous. Um, we didn't know if you'd do the movie or take the money or whatever. Again, little my, did my we mom, know. My mom, Dwyer Brown, was your acting yeah, coach. Yeah. No, but uh, uh, you were fantastic in that movie. Um, a bunch of the drinking bros have seen that movie and and love, love, love that film. Loved that movie. Like that's loved my that film, that's yeah. my shit. So. It's weird to me, like... Uh, and by the way, they're making it into a Bollywood movie as we speak. Oh, shit, that's right. You were, that's you right, were being that's right. played by a, a uh, Miss India 2013. Which is fucking hilarious to me. So, look at that. <laughs> I'm... Look at that. All the way up. All the way up. Yeah. Um, you're going to well, all the way up with dance numbers, which you're going to be, because there's eight of them in there. You know that, right? Again, that's not a lot. <laughs> kind of feel like they skimmed. Eight? For eight, an in for a Bollywood one, movie, one is a lot of goddamn a, dance numbers. You in a have movie. you've clearly not seen anything in in Bollywood. I've I've perused. It's all I've seen dance like four numbers. Trailers. So I like that they've taken down the dance number to eight. Here's what I want to see. My character has cancer in the film. Yeah, uh, what are they gonna like? How is he gonna number? dance? Yeah, they're gonna roll him around in a fucking wheelchair. Oh, they're gonna like put him up like over their heads, maybe. That would be awesome. Like, like kind of crowd surfing. By the way, uh, this is a really funny story. Hmm. My first movie in LA was was uh, a movie called uh, The Miracle in Lane One. Uh, maybe Lane Two. I'd have to I'd have to look IMDb on this one. Uh, that Frankie sounds like familiar. Okay, Frankie Muniz, yeah. who was the little kid on Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. Um, Love his work. A huge, 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 huge Nunez fan. Him and the fan. fucking Dinklage are my Is two. Ah, uh, I don't. He's he's not Spanish. I don't know why that's his last name. Moon 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 Oh Munez Munez we're, we're a big Munez yeah supporter here. Yeah, okay. I. Uh, so th- th- my big thing where that was my first lines supposed to be on film were in that, and I was supposed to. I, I held him above my head in a wheelchair. Because he was a handicapped kid in school, 
uh, he hits the game-winning home run in a baseball game, and then I, I lift him above my head. And of I'm course like, you yeah, do. Of course you way do. Way to go! Why you did you? it. You won the fucking game. Sure. You know, like I'm all ants. <laughs> I've got him held above my head in a fucking wheelchair. There's a celebration going on. Uh, I'm getting my SAG card. It's I, I think it's fucking Harlem World. The movie's gonna air at Christmas on the Disney Channel. Go home for Christmas from L.A. My first. Hey, guys. I'm in a movie. Yeah, I'm in a movie. Yeah. I'm in this Christmas I've special on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Everyone gather around the old tube. Sure. We're going to see Ross out. Patterson be a star again. This mm-hmm. is it. He's going to be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. You can just see my arm holding him above in the wheelchair. And they uh... cut all of my lines. Oh! You're welcome. Welcome to Hollywood. Well, yeah. if everyone, you know, we all have those, right? Like you were just kind of like, well, this yep. is what it is, right? Like uh, my first one out the gate, though. I, I were think you that like set really disappointed? Like, yeah, I was like, this is. You were still like starry eyed, right? You were that still like, yeah, oh, uh, exactly. I'm in it. I'm in it. The whole yeah. the magic Come was still there. Yeah, I thought I'd get to go to like I I, I oh, get a, a free it would be your Disney launch. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I'm in a Disney movie. You They're gonna see. know me there. They're gonna invite me to the park. I'll probably get to skip the line on all the rides. Yep. Yep. Didn't get to do They're gonna any say, of that. They're going to say, who's that guy holding the wheelchair? Yeah. Get him in my office right now. He's a saw. Bring them all in. There's, He's there's, a saw. Yeah. We're going to let him do the fucking, uh, the goddamn modeling <laughs> yeah. contest. Yeah. You know? yeah. And all then, of it. All of it. Nothing. I get none of that. Oh man! I got none of that. I didn't get. I didn't get to to be a judge uh, for the Miss USA pageant. I didn't get to do any of that shit. Uh, so my parents. It was a lot of disappointments. Yeah. Um. You know, mostly out of my end. Luckily, uh, you know, things changed uh, the next year. But uh, Frankie Munez, if you're out there listening to the podcast, um, I want to say that was me holding you above my head in a wheelchair. That yeah, that that um, was your first you acting collab. Yeah, you yeah. could have ate less at lunch that day. Yeah, you're I a felt, bit heavy, man. I felt like he was going back for seconds of like, oh, hey, Ross is strong. Yeah, like, is Munez heavier he is. than he seems? He's he's probably one fifteen, soaking wet. Oh, okay. Soaking wet. Okay. But still, that was in a wheel. Like you gotta, you gotta. The wheelchair is probably 35, 40 pounds. So like, I'm, I'm yeah. essentially, I'm essentially. I, I don't want to say shoulder pressing because it makes me sound like a professional bodybuilder. But I was shoulder pressing him. Sure, obviously, obviously, shoulder yeah, pressing yeah, him above yeah, my head yeah, yeah. for hours at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some might say that's just a that's, that's a daily workout for you, Ross. Um, you know, you're you're as strong as a mountain punching another mountain. I've heard that. Which I get, um, mm. but it was still, you know, a disappointment nonetheless. Um, oh, that you know what, guys? So drinking bros have, who have listened to this podcast, like, isn't it kind of funny to hear about Ross being like the starry-eyed guy oh, yeah. that like thought he was going to be in the Munez movie? Like, doesn't it? It seems so weird to me. Why? Because like, do you have that anymore? No, I don't. But like I did. Veil, I you, did. You're behind the veil. You're behind I, the. I curtain. was behind the veil after I, I think. I I, I want to say accepted was was where I went behind the veil when I was like, oh, all right. The producing side of this is where the real power is. Uh, directing side of this is of, is is where the real power is. Um, and I kind of. I saw they were bigger producers on that, and there was a lot of money on the line for Universal. It was a $33 million budget. Mm. And the way they treated actors was less than. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, that's not the most like important job on the set yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And I thought yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. I oh, thought, yeah, we all do. Because before then, you know, I had leads in maybe 
I want to say four or five movies at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, what I do every day is really fucking important. That's how they make you feel. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but behind the scenes, they're just behind fucking the scenes, you Yeah, they're like, the fuck yeah. that bendy straw <laughs> yeah. drinking motherfucker. How can we only pay him this much? Yeah. Cool, he's only worth this. Can we get the other guy? No, he's not available. Fine, get him in. Like, yeah. Just that is yeah. going on. Like, you're not a you're not a beautiful, delicate, precious flower. Like, you're no. just a fucking product. Like, But by the way, this is what uh, so this this brought the shine back to filmmaking for me this movie yeah for uh, because sure. for the first time ever I was de- you were dealing with people who wanted to be there yep who That's knew their lines say, they were excited yeah. to be here they were, they were always on time mm-hmm. um, they were helping each other uh, there were so many veterans on sets but it's just an helping excitement. out crew members like mm-hmm. lazy crew members and shit like that that it was that brought the excitement back to filmmaking yep. for me and I will say it, it had been gone for a, a couple years uh, not that I don't love it because I do, and yeah, I love no. doing I mean, it every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, seeing other people that were just as excited as I was about making a movie uh, brought it all back. Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like it was just cool to see people like genuinely excited, and it reminded me of like Munez days, where you're yeah. just like, man, I just I didn't know any of this fucking shit, and I only wanted to be there and have a good time, and like. The acting was the most important. You know what I mean? Right. Like um, hanging out. Like I was on set. I used to do ex- extra work and I was so excited to do it. Just be on set. And there were extras there that were just like, I mean, they didn't have fucking legs. Yeah. They were excited. Like that's, I used to be that way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So it, it was it was exciting for me in the same way to, to have it come back and be like. This is fucking exciting. It's cool. It's like, are we really doing this? And not only that, but the movie turned out great. Because usually a lot of these films, I I, I can be honest with you here, they're hit and miss. You don't know what you're going to get. And often you don't know what you're going to get until post. I've been, yeah. So that's what I'm used to. So, you know, and and by the way, post is short for post production. That means editing, special effects, sound, music, all that stuff. Because sound and music are essentially another character in the film. And, uh, when, when I got to the end of this, I was like, holy shit. Not only did they, these guys did it, but everybody else around them did it. All the actors that were hired did it. Yep. Like, thank God. Uh, or else we could have really fucked. I, like, I, I felt personally like I could have fucked up the military community. Um, I think people are going to be proud of your performance in the movie. Thank you. Um, I think Thanks. you're going to be a I fan tried. fave. Um, I, I think they're going to want to see you and G- Jared uh, back for another one. Oh, yeah? You and uh, T-Bone Taylor. Me just like shutting him down again back for another one well it wasn't all you know it wasn't all fun and games though i just want to say it was there was it was kind of stressful but only because we were dealing with other people's money and we were dealing with other people that gave their like hard-earned like cash to, to, to allow us to do this so it was like there was a stress over everybody that was just kind of like we need to make this fucking awesome yeah so it 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 was really fun it was awesome but i want to like it was it was a stressful. It was thirteen, you know, it was thirteen days. It was a stressful thing, but it was. But yeah, I it just was. wanted to say that. I don't. I don't want to be like we were just laughing our asses off the whole time. Like, no, 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 no. It, no, no, no. It, it was. But it was great. It was an it, intense the, the shoot. Vibe but it was, was a great. blast. Yeah, it definitely was a blast. Um, uh, and, and with that, you know, we we've talked about Bellflower. We've talked about Fifty Can and Call Girl on Range Fifteen. I think we're missing one. I think we're missing a little movie called... Oh, uh, a little drama biopic I did called Helen, Helen Keller, Keller versus, versus Nightwolves. Night yes. Yes. That was, that was my second uh, movie in, with the street justice 
company. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 How was and it playing Helen Keller? It was amazing. I didn't, I don't know if I even like drew on, like, I don't even think I researched real Helen Keller. Like she was just, she, she was her own person. She was Helen Keller. She was and Helen think, Keller, obviously. I think you should have treated it more seriously because everybody who sees this movie is going to say, I just saw this hardcore drama that probably the government didn't want Sorry. me to see. And then when they see Helen Keller versus Nightwolves and know that you didn't take Helen Keller. No, no. It's not that I didn't like. Seriously. Here's what I'm comparing it to. Lynn Shay coming in (laughs) with like the like deaf voice and like she had done Lynn Shay, by the way, for, for of... people for people at home, Lynn Shay was she's uh, a real fucking she was the actor, landlord. By the way. She was the landlord yes. in Kingpin. Yes, uh, she was. Uh, she was the real something part... about Mary. Um, she was I the did... landlord in something about Mary too. Yes, um, yeah. it's not that I didn't do any research. I just I wasn't. I am teasing. I you. wasn't playing her like. You know, with the voice and the... I was playing her like a badass. You Because, it. like, I was playing the essence of Helen Keller. Let's say that. Because, like, this lady was a fucking badass. If you think about all the things that she had to overcome and, like, was still doing speaking engagements and, like... Yeah, she was, I, I mean, she was a fucking she was boss a for a long time. fucking boss. So she was a I, boss for a long time. I, You know, I think we're just kind of turning the Helen Keller jokes, like, on their head, right? We are, we are. And and uh, the beauty of it is, is uh, we did a... We did... Facebook actually let us do the first uh, ever live stream of a movie. We streamed it last Friday night. 30,000 viewers, by the way. Holy shit, that was fucking awesome, dude. It, it was awesome. Everybody that watched that was You commented fun. in. The yeah. cast commented yeah. in. Um, it was awesome. Whoever wants to check that out, it's uh, it's on DVD on Amazon. It's also on my, my Facebook fan yeah, page or on YouTube. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we're going to leave it up. Um, they let us put the, the Range 15 trailer before it. Um, what are some other movies you wish you could have starred in? Oh, my God. Well, sorry, meaning Swedish fish. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, Honestly. I had to. You're, you're starting. You're starting to go full Jared I feel, here. I he feel like Jared, sandwiches during. Oh my God! The, when he, I he said eats that, sandwiches during the podcast. When I said that, I sounded like him. Like guys, oh, yeah. leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you've gone full Jared. Oh, and you're God. eating on the podcast please and drinking. Don't. Please don't. Well, this is. I don't know if it's gay, but like American Beauty. Like the Mina Suvari role? Is that who you want to be in American no, Beauty? The or the Thora The Thora Birch role? I could have. No one wants to play the Thora Birch I role. I could have killed that role. That's why. Because she wow. made it fucking boring. Anyways. Um Shameless. Who do you want to be in Shameless? Emmy Roth, like the okay. main girl. Like she I I almost can't watch that show sometimes because I have such a FOMO. Like I I literally am just like, oh, I see her in scenes and like you think about the way that you would do it and like Oh man, it's so friend dramatic. of the show. Steve it's... Howie's on that show. Um, yeah, he's yeah. cool. He's good. Yeah, but but uh, Emmy Rossum's your jam. Emmy I, Rossum, she's great. And Jeremy, she's great in that show. Jeremy Allen White is the her brother in it, and he's fucking those two. Like, ah, just must be fun so much. Like like every day, just doing that gritty depression. Sh- I love it. Oh, I love God. it. I love it, man. What I do Fuck. like about her though, too, is like she doesn't go for the cry. You know, like those girls that like are. Something sad happens, like in movies, and they just go. Or right, in real life, in yeah, real life, yeah, but they yeah. go right for that cry, and it's like in real life, like you you're trying not to cry, right? It, you know, if I'm talking to you about something, like I'm I'm trying not to to cry if right. something's affecting me. So she she does that really well, as opposed to people that just like can cry on cue. Yeah, it's like but so like how about hold, like how about doing real. Yeah, she's good. Has she ever won? Has she ever won anything? Golden Globe or I don't ever remember seeing her win. Fuck, I know. 
I feel like she's she has. really I'm fucking sh- good. I, I know, I'm sure I'm, she has, right? I'm sure she has, and I'm like, I think she's won a Golden Globe, and I'm so dumb for not knowing that, but uh, she should. She should win everything. You're it's look, so you're a bit, you're a busy working actress. She should know that. I you should don't know see that shit. shit. What yeah. do I fucking care about they those don't see awards shit like that? Yeah. Very Joaquin Phoenix about that. Yeah. Um, have you seen? I think maybe we've talked about this, but God Bless America. It was a movie. Yeah, that yeah. Bob Bobcat kept, go with. Yeah. So I loved that little girl. Not. Well, she's not a little girl, but like at the, the time- Because the little girl in that movie was great. Yeah, Absolutely. and at the time, I think I was like a little bit closer to her age. She wasn't like a little girl. Right. But she was like maybe, what was she? 16, 16, yeah, 16 17, yeah. something like that. But like, I fucking loved that role. Like that kind That's of shit. That's a great movie. That, uh, yeah. yeah. That's um, a great movie. Um, the Wrestler. I fucking, if I could have worked with Mickey Rourke and like been the- that, wh- That's now a listen. dope movie, but she was too old. Like you, that, you're not old enough to play that role yet. Marissa Tomei? No. What about the daughter? That daughter role was the shit, too. Yeah, she was, cried. I, she was throwing stuff. I love it. I know, but I don't remember the daughter's name really? in that movie. I you don't. know that Ra- Rachel, what's her, Evan Rachel Wood or whatever? I do, but it was kind of a snooze role yeah, to me. Yeah, she could be snoozy for sure. It was not It was a snooze role, and I love the film, but I remember the two Marissa of them. Marissa Tomei, That was a two-hander fucking... for me. That was okay. a two-hander. I don't remember I, I don't remember the daughter as much, or, I, I, or the other the other the other folks in that movie. All right, true, fair enough. Um, but since we have to deal with Jared's shitty movie picks, picks every every show. Um, this, this last one was It Follows, which it swallows. Oh Dude, that god, fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> fucking terrible. Dude, terrible. okay, so it reminded so here's me of a the 90s fucking movie. premise because they yeah. wouldn't. T- can I say you Go guys ahead. weren't saying? But no, we weren't because like we, we didn't want to spoil thing. it. Jared was like, I don't want to spoil it for the audience. Let, <sighs> let's spoil it because it's okay. that was a waste of fucking time. So the scary thing in the movie is something walking towards you. Yep. Walking. Yeah. Can't get in a car. Can't like and walk it, in. Can't run. And it's a person. It's a person. Just a person. So the phrase, it follows, literally means it follows in the movie. Uh, it is something that is following you, unexplained, goes through the whole fucking movie unexplained, and then leaves you with an ending of like, well, that's well, it, folks. We don't know. It's yeah. still following. Yeah. So what are your faves? What, what, do, For, what, are, what are your jams? What do you get into? All right. Well, you know, like I'm I'm a documentary gal, not so much a make em ups sort of chick. So like, right. I think actually the guys from... Uh, from the movie should watch a little documentary called Overnight. Overnight. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. What it's is it? um it's about that guy that wrote um Boondock Saints, Troy okay. Duffy. Yeah, and yeah, it's about yeah. his like his rise and fall with just one oh, movie. Oh, for Boondock Saints. Yeah. Yes. Dude, yes, everybody's dude. talked about this. Oh, man, it's so good. It's kind of hard to I find. I caught, like, it's really hard to find. Yeah. I caught, like, 10 minutes of it, and I was like, oh, fuck. I got I to gotta DVR this. Yeah. And I went back in the search option. Gone. Yeah. Not on Netflix. Gone. Yeah. It is fucking nowhere. It is almost like him or his representatives tried to, to wipe that movie off the face of the planet. It's very true, because, like... I mean, but it's Because the awesome. making of Boondock Saints, yes. god damn it. You know, that is a perfect one for this episode. If you want to see what making your first yes. independent film is really like, because everybody yeah, out there, I'm sure, is a, a big Boondock Saints fan. Um, watch, if you can find this movie, watch the part, because the, the 10 or 15 minutes that I saw was like, oh, fuck. 
This is really how it is. It's like actually that, perfect, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You, it's it's the rise and, the and fall of, of so how famous awful. one person yep. thinks he's going to be off one movie mm-hmm. and then starts treating everybody like a fucking yep. nightmare. And just burning bridges everywhere and like thinking that he's the fucking sh- I'm not saying that you guys are like this, but I'm just like- No, no, no. It's but- just like, it. it's crazy to see in front of you. And um, he had, I mean, he had so much. That movie already with all of his shit- from trying to fuck it up, it still did so well. Yeah. So it's kind of amazing. And then I'm, I'm, you know, I'm super into murder. So like the Jinx, I think is the most amazing. We love, we're docu- big fan of the, sh- big fan of the Jinx on the show. You guys like that? Yeah, so yeah. like amazing. The Staircase was the Jinx before the Jinx. So this is like the old school, um, docu series on Am- Amazon. It's called The Staircase. Okay. So same kind of deal. Um, you know, just kind of someone. And then People versus O.J., what was your – People versus O.J. Simpson, did you like that? Oh, I fucking loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Huge um, fans. Huge fan. But again, huge any fans. courtroom, any murder. Like, I love when they take you back and forth where you're like, did he? Like, did I, I – I wonder if in that – when we're when I was watching that, if I was like, did he do it? Like, yeah. I might have at some point been like, maybe O.J. did You know, there's a docuseries do uh, of – OJ Made in America. It's called. I think it's OJ Made in America. I yeah, believe. it's a thirty for thirty thing. It is, but yeah, it's a yeah. series. It's five. Okay. Um, I, I think part two is tonight, and uh, that examines how it really was. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, not portrayed by actors. It's uh, a <sighs> just weird it's, it's, footage. It's, I think it's, it's a ten-hour like, documentary. Um, I love it. I know. I know. So I that, that's it. that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be my new my new shit. Yeah. My new shit. I don't know what what Jared's new it follows will be. Um, oh, it'll be something fucking horrible. Oh god, it'll be like, paranormal activity. Is six. he serious or is he kind of like tricking you guys into watching? No, no shit? he's like, a '90s he kid, really... and that that's oh, me what too though. Yeah, but that's what it follows yeah, was to me. Color. Like the music was really good in that, and like for sure, I, I I liked. You know what? There was elements of it. There was elements. I liked the way it was shot. I liked the girl. I liked the music. I liked the ambiguous time period where it was kind of like whoa, like like Donnie like, Darko. Yeah, where it was like. Yeah, but yeah, I love yeah. Donnie Darko. Oh my god, even. There's there wasn't really one. an ending in that in, in that either, one. but um, but I, I enjoyed Donnie Darko. This I did not enjoy. Where I was just like, come on. No, dude. I was just kind of waiting for. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Uh, have you seen Barfly? I no. guess I love Mickey Rourke, but he's like uh, Charles. Oh, God, why don't you bring up Chicken Heart or you know? How many... No, Barfly is amazing. Like anyone do their self. It, it was uh, Charles Bukowski's first screenplay. I have it on VHS. Super LA. This is how much I'm only into Bukowski. No, I hate Bukowski. Like I hate his writing and stuff. <laughs> no, but he wrote. A, he's good at writing movies because if you like, his... did he write Barfly? Yes, it was his only. And he wrote the screenplay. Yeah, it was okay. his only screenplay. So. He, he, that like fucking and fighting thing that he does, like it's yeah. good on screen, right? Right, right, right. In a book, it's just like whatever. I, in a book, I just never bought it because you look at Bukowski as a person, and you're like, cool. You're like, Th- gross. There's you no, did not. Yeah, there's no way you fucked yeah. that many yeah. girls. There's yeah. no way you partied that hard. For sure. There's no way you drank everybody under the table and yeah. beat up everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, he was a wretched looking man. For sure. Sh- uh, yeah. And- but so was Mickey Rourke in this movie actually. So it kind of worked. I don't know if it was like sort of autobiographical right. or whatever. I'm going to fucking hold you to the Jared Fine standard here because if I hate this, you're going to get trash on the next oh, show. You know shit. Oh, yeah. shit. And then anything Sam Rockwell does. So I, I love Sam Rockwell. He's great. Sam Dude. Rockwell is one of one of my faves. He's one of my faves. Yeah. 
That's a confessions. Good one. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Confessions is one of my it's favorite a movies great of the last ten movie years that yeah, people yeah. don't really know about. So that's no. like an underground. Like find it. It's on Netflix. So yeah, incredible film. Mm-hmm. That's an it, incredible. It's Clooney's movie. Um, directorial debut. Oh, look at that! Yeah. Somebody gave that guy a break. I know. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I, hope he... I love that that guy's getting getting some yeah, kind of Yeah, I hope break. he does okay in this world. I know. We're, we're all worried. we're all super worried we're about it. We're worried. Him. Well, this is the this is the point in the show where we get to the uh, drinking bro of the week. Oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, this week uh, comes from uh, this was submitted by Bruce McLaughlin, a uh, big fan of Bruce. Um, he was actually friends with a girl who's active duty army. She uh, she was having a rough time, and uh, and Bruce Messenger, her name is Samantha Bloom. She came out to the screening of Range Fifteen uh, in D.C. Went to the party afterwards. Uh, everybody was hanging out with her all night. One of the oh, nicest shit. girls there is. Yeah. Um, it turns out that her rough time that she was talking about uh, that night was that uh, she had just flown back from Virginia from Fort Collins on an emergency leave because of her father, who was a veteran, had been fighting cancer and passed away. Uh, oh, he passed shit. away the night before the D.C. screening. Oh, my God. Uh, and Sam said that uh, coming out to the show on Friday and being embraced by the entire Drinking Bros community was exactly what she needed. Uh, people bought her drinks and uh, and partied with her all night. And, uh, and again, this kind of goes back to the the cornerstone at the top of the show where you were talking about yeah, the Drinking man. Bros community exactly. and what it means. Uh, so, to, so to Bruce, thanks for reaching out. Uh, and to uh, Samantha Bloom, we are, uh, we're terribly sorry to hear about your father. Uh, but thanks for hanging out, and I hope that we, you know, helped you even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, to you guys, we, we just want to say cheers. So cheers. cheers. <laughs> I got to cheers on the Drinking Bros. I know. Look at you. I know. You're all growns up. You're all growns up. Um, growns up, and he's growns up, and he's grown. Swingers. Swingers. Great one. Great one. Great, one. Great film. I great, mean, great film. film, those guys. Isn't that great what happened with them? Yeah. Oh. Just a fairy oh. tale. A fairy tale. Oh. We got a singers. We, we, we got a swingers uh shout out in the movie. Um Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. We do. So uh uh for Ross Patterson and Jesse Wiseman, this was uh this was a pleasure having our first female co-host oh my gosh, on the Drinking Bros. Uh, little we had a little broette on the show tonight. You guys, it was so fun. I hope I didn't let you down. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll oh. find out on the message board. Oh wait, this is people for Matt. will fucking rage. Yeah, who the fuck is Matt at? Who's yeah. Rocco and Jerry? Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that girl. No, I'm kidding. You were awesome. Thank you, Matt. This is for you. I know you love my Martha voice so much. Uh. It was so great doing a movie with you. <laughs> All right, guys. This was awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for being on Drinking Bros. Uh, kids, go out and see Range 15. Uh, if you're just getting back to it, thanks for coming. And uh, we love you. Good night, everyone. Why don't you end with a sweet sound effect? Um. Uh, Is that that's a guy? Uh, that's a guy throwing up. Uh, I, I so I so sick. I gotta go. Uh, <laughs>